Okay, those earphones are weird, right? Oh yeah. 한쪽 안안 들리지. Oh, you don't have earphones? No, I'll be fine. Okay. Maybe it's not my ear then. Maybe it's the earphone. Are you okay? Can you hear? Yeah, I can hear both of you. Oh, then oh. it's my ear. <laughs> <laughs> sorry, sorry for that. <laughs> back to the Happy Project Podcast. My name is Becky White. I know I promised that Jay was going to be here in the studio. I'm so sorry. I promise I'm going to drag him in at some point or another. I know you guys all miss him. If this is your first time listening to our podcast, the Happy Project Podcast started with the YouTube channel. And uh, we are basically documenting and researching and sharing the stories and experiences of mixed culture people. Right now we are in Korea, so we're focusing specifically on mixed culture, mixed ethnic Koreans. And uh, we often have a guest in the studio and so today I am very excited to introduce our two guests last episode if you tuned in we had Rowena and she is Scottish Hong Kong Chinese we're gonna put hyphen hyphen for everything and she was just sharing a little bit about her experience but some fact that you didn't know about Rowena is she actually is married and so today we have the couple in the studio and they're here to share a little bit more about their own story Rowena Dio thanks for joining me today thank you Thank you. Team. so glad to be back here again Okay, you guys are so cute right now. I don't even know. <laughs> it's, it's a little dis blushing. We're not blushing. I, I don't know, know why I'm Becky's blushing. blushing. <laughs> why am I blushing for real? Uh, I feel like I've been on like the edge of tears all day long, and I don't even know why. Oh. I was talking to my friend earlier. We went to a, we did photo shooting this morning. And uh, she was telling me about her visiting home and all these things. I started tearing up. Maybe I'm just extra emotional today. I think you're just hormonal. No, don't <laughs> say that, Rowena. Don't say that. <laughs> anyway, yeah, I'm so happy that you guys are here. Aww. And uh, I think most, well, some people are going to know about you already, Rowena. But D.O., nobody knows you yet. How yeah. about a brief chagi soge? Oh, uh, little heads up to our listeners. This episode is going to be a mix of Korean and English, but don't worry, I'll try to help keep you guys all tracking. But here we go. Please introduce yourself. Yeah, hello, guys. Uh, I'm Dio, and the Korean name is Kim Dong Ok, and nice to meet you. <laughs> yeah, Cute. I'm nice, Korean. Nice to meet you. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. And then, Rowena, just a brief introduction. My name is Rowena. I am from Scotland. I'm Scottish Chinese, and I'm really happy to be back here again. Yeah. So, how long have you guys been married? Not that long. So actually, um, so we got legally married. We uh-huh. signed the papers, March twenty nineteen. Right, right. So it's been a just nearly a year. Yes. And when we had our wedding in Scotland, it was in May, wasn't it? Like a good six months ago, yeah. And yeah. our wedding in Korea is actually the coming October. I can't believe this. Yeah. This yeah. is so crazy. It's crazy. Time goes by really fast. Well, it's weird because Rowena, I've I met you. Prior to when I was still single, when, before before <laughs> Dio had even he wasn't even on the map. I don't know where he was. You know, we weren't even thinking that there was gonna be a man anytime mm, soon. I know. So, tell me about it. Isn't I that thought, crazy? I thought I was gonna be in Korea for two years, <laughs> and I moved to Hong Kong and worked uh-huh, there. Uh-huh. And then, well, <laughs> life happens, Becky. Life happens. Uh, it certainly does. I and it's funny because I used to be against marriage. Yeah, I remember us talking about yeah, this. Exactly. Yeah, exactly. I used to be against marriage. I was like, I'm never going to get married. I don't need a man. You know, I can survive <laughs> fine by myself. And She's still telling me. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and then um, and then I was like, no, you know what? I'll get married, but I'm going to get married really, really late. Yes. After I accomplish all of my like, career goals. I remember goals. you saying this. And then seriously. now I got married really young. But the reason why I was able to marry him is because he really is the most amazing guy. Mm-hmm. And... He understands that I'm from, you know, the UK. He understands that I'm a very independent person. Mm. I have a very open... He knows that I'm very, like, yeah. um, 
that I have my own thoughts yes. and I have yes, my own do. career and goals. And he's he's fully supporting me yeah. in everything that I do. That's why, yeah. No, he's great. He's he really is great. <laughs> he's just nodding in the corner like, yes, I am. <laughs> yes, I am. <laughs> I am quite great. So I remember uh, we met before. This is through our mutual friend Wayne, and mm-hmm. this was the the wild single days. And I remember we would talk about these things. And I was like, yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm on the same page as you. Yeah, yeah. And then uh, the next time we met, I remember you were saying like, oh yeah, I'm dating someone. And I was like, what? That was such a fast change. And then uh, after that, I met you, Do. You guys were together. When was this? Was at the cafe? This was your right? party. Yes. Was it at my party? It was your, your Christmas your, party. Yeah, Christmas. You're right. Party. Yeah. yeah. I think I was like, oh my god. <laughs> and then, uh, yeah, so they met you guys together. Next thing I know, you're sending me a message like, hey, Becky, um, I'm getting married. And I was like, <laughs> how? What? It happened so fast. Yeah. What What was the catalyst? Because I feel um, like it was it was quite speedy. Yeah. I don't, you know, I, I really don't want to say mm. it was for the green card. Yeah. But that is one of the reasons. Okay. And I think anyone in an international marriage would say the same thing. It is a big factor. You know, I am a foreigner in yeah. Korea. And that's a fact. I am a foreigner in Korea. Yeah. And so I, before I met him, I was on a work visa. Mm-hmm. And basically, we just talked a lot. I, we just, you know, if I renew my work visa, what rights do I have? Okay. Um, can I get a bank loan? Can I buy a house? Can I rent a house? Sure. And the answer is no, no, no. Right, right, right. So I was like, right, okay, well, why don't we get legally married on our one-year anniversary? Mm-hmm. And then I have the rights to do anything you can do. Mm-mm-mm. Because he was working. He, he at that time, oh, he worked until like 10 p.m. each night. Mm-mm-mm. He didn't have the time to, you know, find a house, sure. get a bank loan. Yeah. But I could because I finished work at five. Yeah. So it just made sense for me to get a marriage visa mm-hmm. so that I could do everything on behalf of him. That was more the more the logic of it. Right. But of course I love and I knew I was going to marry him eventually. So <laughs> what's the difference? Uh-huh. Yeah. You know, it's funny because you're right. The 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 green card is always a factor when it comes yeah. to these international yeah. marriages. So uh, I love that you guys now have this ability for when someone asks you like, oh, why did you guys get married? And then you don't say, oh, it was for love. You say, it was for the green card. Right? <laughs> but that's and, true. And it's true. <laughs> yeah, you're like, NPS, also love. <laughs> <laughs> but um, yeah, I think as long as you're in an international marriage, these are the things you have to consider. Of course. I think if he was British, um, and we were in Britain right now, I don't think we would have gotten married so quickly. Oh. Because it, there wouldn't have been so many complications. What are the difference? Like, what were the complications here besides? Well, we planned to live together. Yeah. In 2019. Yeah. And basically he was working so much he didn't have time to to like go house 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 hunting house hunting yeah, yeah. so and just it was just easy, it's <laughs> easier for it's easier for me to get a marriage visa than for him to get a marriage visa back home the uk is very complicated oh okay yeah that's like for a story for another time sure but um yeah did you you guys never considered Living in the UK? Oh, like we do. We talk about it. 생각도 해봤는데, mm-hmm. 어 사실 지금 당장 가기에는 너무 현실 상황이 조건들이 너무 맞지 않는 게 너무 아, 많아서 okay, 당장은 okay. 한국에서 먼저 가정을 꾸리고 네. 준비가 됐을 때 음, 이제 넘어가자 음, 이렇게 지금 계획은 현재까지도 계획은 그렇게 하고 있습니다. 음, 뭐 무슨 상황 때문에 그렇게 결정하셨어요? 어, 뭐 사실 경제적 상황도 그렇고 아, okay. 어떻게 보면 비자적인 문제도 있고 음, 음, 음. 그런 문제들이 사실 당장 넘어간다고 당, 달리 방법이 생기는 것도 아니니까 음음음. 먼저 준비를 차근차근 하고 넘어가자 이게 음음음. 맞다고 보여지죠 지금도. 음 근데 앞으로 뭐 진짜 갈 거라고 그렇게 미리 결정했어요? 
어쨌든 로이나가 언제든 가고 싶다고 하면 저는 갈 거기 때문에 음, 음, 그거는 예를 들어 5년 뒤든 10년 뒤든 뭐 20년 뒤든 음흠. 당장 이제 어떻게 보면 지금 현재 한국에서 살고 있는 것도 저를 위해서 살고 있다라고 지금 생각하기 때문에 음. 그러면 뭐 로이나가 언제든 원할 때 고향이 그리울 때는 음. 저도 마찬가지로 저를 얼마 정도의 희생을 해서 가는 게 맞다라고 생각이 들죠. Yeah, I'm not saying this yeah. because I'm from Scotland. Right. But really, Scotland is an amazing country. Right. And I'm right. from Edinburgh, the capital city. And I honestly, Edinburgh is my favorite city in the whole entire world. Mm. And I've been to many, many countries. Mm-hmm. So I've always imagined myself raising my kids. In Edinburgh mm-hmm. and retiring mm-hmm. there, mm-hmm. it's just so green and you know there's no air pollution. It's a very chill city, but it's great for working and it has great schools. Mm-hmm. So after moving here and then meeting Dio, I just always thought, okay, well that's fine. I'll get married here. I can work here. I mm. can live here. But eventually, I want to take everyone back home. If you have a family, home, especially yeah. right. And I was really certain of that until yeah. Brexit. Sure, this is yes. this is a very Big problem. Exactly. So yeah. I don't know. I mean, after five, ten years, what's the UK going to be like? Yeah. I don't know how Brexit will affect the UK because Brexit just started yes. last Friday. Yes. And I don't know after five, ten years what Korea is going to be like. You know, we we can't say for certain oh Korea is going to be right. better or worse. Right, we right. don't yeah. know. So it's more like the waiting game. Yeah. Mm. Yeah. But you guys don't feel a specific rush to go anywhere. No. Right now it's pretty good. No, yeah. No. You guys have both lived uh, internationally in different countries for extended amounts of time. Yeah. So, especially for Dio, it's yeah. it wouldn't be a problem living away from your family here in Korea because something I always experience in uh, mixed relationships, my own family upbringing, right? A constant, um, I guess, problem or situation that always comes is no matter what you do, the family is always split. You know, 우리 엄마 쪽은 다 한국에 계시고 아빠 쪽은 다 미국에 계시고 and they never meet each other and yeah. so if you are this family member in the case me for example it's like almost you're forced to choose one side or the other and uh, it's a sad reality but is that something that you guys have thought about? Yeah. So uh, 사실 이제 아직까지는 한국에 있기 때문에 mm-hmm. 뭐 그렇게까지 이제 엄청 심각하게까지는 생각을 안 해봤지만. 당연히 이제 그 미래에 대해서 생각을 하게 되잖아요. 사람인지라 음흠. 준비를 하게 되고. 음흠. 근데 사실 정말 다행인 점은 저희 부모님이 그 전형적인 한국인이지만 음흠. 그 와중에도 정말 오픈마인드적인 음. 부분이 있어서 음. 사실 로이나랑 결혼할 때도 정말 빨리 결혼을 했지만 그 부분에 대해서도 100% 다 인, 이해를 해주시고 oh, so good. 100% 이해를 해주시고 네 결정이면 언제든지 어, 다 믿는다라고 음. 해주셨기 때문에 사실 그 부분도 예를 들어 나중에 뭐 스코틀랜드에 둘이 갔을 때 사실 부모님을 잘 자주 아니면 부모님 양쪽의 양가의 가족들을 자주 못 만다 하더라도 음. 사실 제 부모님적인 입장에서는 충분히 100% 다 이해를 해주실 거라고 생각을 해요. 음. 지금도 그 관련해서도 이미 얘기를 한몇 차로 나눠봤고 음. 두 분도 다 너희가 사실 너희 삶을 너희가 사는 건데 음. 우리 때문에 이래 이래 됐다 저래 됐다 나중에 원망 듣고 싶지 않다. 음. 그러니까 너희 하고픈 대로 해라. 음. 이제 살, 세상의 중심이 되는 건 너희고 세상을 살, 사는 건 너희다. They're so nice. 네, 그렇게 항상 <웃음> nice 얘기해 parents. 주시기 때문에. 네, 네. I'm a, I'm a family girl. Yeah. You know, I love my family. I'm very yeah. close with them. And he's a family person as yes, well. Yes. He's very close with his parents. His family are wonderful. Yeah. They're wonderful to me. And they're just wonderful people in general. Mm. And 
but because it is an international relationship, one of us has to sacrifice. Yes. Yeah. Right now, it, it's me, and it's fine. You know, in this day and age, you know, I can call my mom whenever mm. on Skype or mm. whatever. Um, but there always has to be one person sacrificing. Yeah. We can't be in Scotland and Korea at the same time. How do you guys make that decision? Oh, Becky. <laughs> <laughs> a lot of thoughts and a lot of talking. Of course. I mean, I know because I grew it's, up in that in that family, in yeah, that yeah, marriage. Yeah. So I'm just always curious. Like, how yeah, do other people make exactly. this kind of decision? Um, I think, I mean, my, my father, he he immigrated to Scotland in the 19, 1980s. Uh-huh. Yeah. Um, but he immigrated with all of his siblings. Right, so right. So he, he had that support with him. Right. My mom, she moved over in 1990s alone. Mm-hmm. And then she met my father Mm-mm-mm. and then got married there. So my mom, even to this day, I've seen her every now and then she'll just go through really serious bouts of homesickness. Yes. You know, because she feels lonely. Mm-hmm. She loves my father mm-hmm. and she loves Scotland. She loves how clean it is, mm-hmm. how, how good the air is. Mm-hmm. But but nothing can replace this home. Every now and then she'll just complain about something. Yes. I don't understand or translate this. <laughs> yeah, like she'll just feel frustrated because no matter she's been there for a good forty year fifty years yeah, now. Yeah. And she's still in her heart not British mm-hmm. and never will be. Mm-hmm. And that's frustrating for her. I don't know if she wants to be fully British, but I think she feels like she's she can't always fit in. Yeah. And um, she always needs my translation, yes, or she yes. always needs a friend to help her, or she worries about her parents, but she can't fly over. Exactly, yeah. And it, it's hard for her, you know. Mm-hmm. And I think if we do live here long term, I think I'm gonna be the same. But it would be easier. It would be easier. Why would it be easier for you? Technology, mm-hmm. in my opinion, technology. Mm-hmm. I can go back anytime. Um, my parents, I mean, they never went to university, mm. so. Being immigrants with low-paying jobs in in Scotland, it's not easy for them. Mm. But for me, you know, I was the first person to go to high school, go to university, get a diploma, graduate. It should be easier for me to travel among the countries. Mm -mm -mm. Um, With technology, you know, I can use a phone, I can use a computer. My parents are still a bit rusty, you know, with Mm -mm -mm. their with their technology. Mm. It's easier for me to contact them, Mm -hmm. communicate with them. Um. It's I just it's just you know my generation yeah my generation is is the technology generation yeah yeah, yeah. so it's easier for all of us mm-hmm. um but it is a struggle and it's just yeah. a balance it's all it is the balance mm-hmm. I feel in uh in especially in your guys's case is like being privileged enough to be able to you know say easily like I'll go and travel back and forth because for sure it's different in our time as opposed to our parents' time I still mm-hmm. remember my mom just crying and crying and crying after a phone call with my harmony because oh, she couldn't yeah. see her mm-hmm. you know uh and so those those gaps are closing now in our generation for sure and we yeah. especially people who grew up in these mixed homes like you and me rowena we can see that very clearly and so i'm so curious how our generation international marriages how you guys will tackle this or maybe me or you know people who are listening how you guys will tackle this situation but let me take a left turn out of uh, out of something uh, into something a little bit more lighthearted because i'm so curious you know everybody has a uh, everyone has something yeah. that they're attracted to <laughs> so in your guys's case though obviously both very attractive people may i ask what was it about dio that was so attractive to you mm-hmm. and vice versa yeah. <laughs> me first or you first <laughs> um you go first i want to hear what you have to say uh you go first <laughs> <laughs> 
And honestly, okay, like living in Korea, mm. you know, I I, I love Korea. Mm. It has its pros and cons, but I do love Korea. Mm. And but I don't think I could ever be with someone long term mm. with someone who can't speak English because mm-hmm. English is my mother tongue. So that was very significant. That was very significant. I, I needed someone who could speak English and maybe was open-minded enough mm-hmm. to accept that I have a different culture. Mm-hmm. Um, I think a lot of international relationships break because of cultural barriers mm-hmm. and language barriers. Very difficult to overcome. It, it's, it's very overcome. It's yeah. very difficult to overcome, especially when you love that person yeah. and you can't bridge break up with them, yeah, yeah, but yeah. you feel like you have to. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So... You know, he can speak English, and his parents are pure Korean, mm. but they're they're so open-minded. Mm-mm-mm. I don't even know. I don't know why. Why? Yeah. <laughs> why? Even, his, even I don't know. His parents, <laughs> his sister, are uh-huh, so uh-huh. open-minded, and they they brought up. They brought up Dio and his sister. In a very open-minded way, mm-hmm. you know, you guys can do whatever you want. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. You don't want to go to school, don't go to school. Mm-hmm. You want to do this job, do this job. Mm-hmm. You want to live with, you know, he said they said to his sister, "You want to live with your boyfriend many years before marriage? Do it." They did. They did. Yeah, and so wow. and yeah, and oh my gosh, and said to us, you know, you want to get married one year after meeting because we actually signed the papers on our one year anniversary. Yeah, and, yeah. You know, you wanna you wanna get married. One year after meeting, yeah, mm-hmm. do it. We'll we'll support you in whatever you do. That is it's remarkable. Crazy. It I is remarkable. Yeah. Yeah. I, I love them so much. Like they have such big hearts. Wow. It's, it's crazy. Did they go to Scotland for the wedding? They no. did. It. They couldn't make it. Couldn't go yogis. Right? Yeah, yeah. for your parents too. Um, so, <laughs> but Dio as a person, he's very, oh, you know, all the stereotypical traits he has. He's loving. He's caring. <laughs> he's friendly. He's nice. He's warm. But also, he's just, he's so supportive. Mm-hmm. I think that's what attracted me the most. Mm-mm-mm. I'm a very strong-minded person, yes, you, you know, are. actually. Yeah. And I think, um, I, I speak my mind. Mm-hmm. And sometimes people don't agree with my mind, mm. which is fine. Um, <laughs> <laughs> which is what a strong-minded person <laughs> would say. Um, but I am, I, like, I know what I want. Yes. That's, that's my personality. Yes, yes. And Besides I guess that in you a way, work hard for it too. Yeah, and I, you know, in a way, I'm stubborn. Like if yeah. I don't get what I want, I will still try to That's get right. what I want. I, I don't give up. Yeah, I'm very determined, and I'm very independent. Mm-hmm. Um, and I think meeting Dio, I knew he was perfect for me because he knew everything about me. Mm-hmm. He knew that I had this strong-minded personality, mm-hmm. and he didn't mind. Mm-hmm. You know, he just said to me, "Okay, well, if you want to go live in Hong Kong for a year, I'll come follow you. Mm-hmm. You want to move to Scotland? Okay, well, let's do it." Mm-hmm. He never said no to me. Mm-hmm. He was just supportive. Mm-hmm. He gives me advice. He's very realistic about everything, and you know, he he helps me see perspective. Mm-hmm. But in the end, he lets me make whatever choice I want to make. What if you want to make like a really crazy choice? Like you want to do something ridiculous, what's, what's crazy? Like you're like, I'm gonna try out for. America's Got Talent. Oh and, yeah, no, he uh, would be fine. Um, He'd just laugh from the sidelines. Really? <laughs> Definitely. Yeah, he would just laugh from the sidelines. It's <laughs> a bad example. Yeah. <laughs> but um, yeah, no, no, he's mm-hmm. he's very supportive, mm-hmm. and you know, he be, even before he met my parents. Yeah. He would always ask me while we were dating, "How are your mom and dad today? So sweet. Are they okay? Yeah, yeah, Should yeah, we yeah. send them something?" Mm-hmm. And I was like, "Oh my gosh!" Like, because I'm such a family person. Sure. So for him to be also very family oriented. Yeah. 
that's that's great. Mm-mm-mm. That's something we have in common. Mm-hmm. I needed that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. So those are all the things. Very supportive. Yes. Mm. I see. Okay. Well, for you, that's very significant too, because mm. I imagine being as strong-willed as you are, mm-hmm. and also like you really fight for what you want. Mm-hmm. Uh, having somebody who might deter you from doing that, I think, would be probably a breaking thing, mm. huh? But yeah, you're very. You guys seem to. We not, work well. That's the word. Yeah, I wouldn't work say well. mesh. It's that you guys have a partnership. Yes, we communicate know? well. Yeah, you know, if yeah. we disagree, then we'll talk it out. We yeah, always, yeah. We, we're always making balance. Mm-hmm. Yeah, try to make the balance, mm-hmm. and actually, we are doing well. Okay, yeah, tell me so what far. you like about me. <laughs> Uh, I should have done the first. Actually, the spotlight like, is now on yeah. you. It's we so turned that on. 살짝 부담되는 데 지금 로이나가 로이나가 너무 길게 얘기해 사실. 부담 없이 그냥. 사실 뭐 로이나가 얘기한 것처럼 뭐 사랑스럽고 뭐 어떻게 보면 뭐 강인한 점도 있고 그런 부분들은 다 사실 뭐 기본적으로 다 깔고 가는 거니까 서로 서로 그런 부분들이 다 있기 때문에 결혼도 하고 사랑도 하고 하는 거라서 그런데. 정말 좀 판에 박힌 말이지만 저는 사실 로이나 몇번 보지 않았을 때 사실 음. 사랑한다고 얘기를 했거든요. 그러니까 그게 그게 사실 그렇게 빨리 한국인들한테는 사랑한다는 표현이 어떻게 보면 좀 흔하지만 맞아요, 맞아요. 외국인들 특히나 이제 외국에서 오신 분들한테는 갑자기 사랑한다고 하면 <웃음> 놀래요. 아니, 아니, 놀라잖아요. 그러니까 사실 놀랄라기보다 놀랄라기보다 살짝 아, 이 사람 좀 이상한가? 맞아요. 맞아요. 아, 약간 정신이 좀 이상한가? 이 생각을 yes. 하기 때문에 yes. 근데 그럼에도 불구하고 로이나한테 그렇게 했는데 로이나가 처음에는 안 믿었어요 사실 아하, 아하. 로이나도 처음에 아, 아마 그냥 사랑이라는 말을 그냥 아마 좋아하는 걸 거다 아, 사랑 정도는 아니고 사실 <웃음> 그 정도는 아니고 아 그러면 안 돼요 사랑하다 막 하다가 oh sorry I take that back I mean yeah. 그냥 좋아요 yeah, I like 그러면 you, 안 돼요 yeah. 그렇죠 <웃음> 근데 사실 진짜 음. 저는 그걸 알고 있는데도 음. 이제 그냥 정말 그런 감정을 느껴서 음. 데이트한 지 우리 세번 그냥 세 번째, 표현하고 싶었어요. 세 번째 그러니까. 데이트만에 아마 제가 사랑한다고 했을 거예요. 그래서 와. 로이나가 정말 놀래서 How did you take it? Oh, that's a story in itself. I remember so we were actually in Koi Noniban. Yes. We were just singing. Yeah. It was our third date. This is our third date in a week. We had three days in one week. Oh my goodness. And on our third date, we went to Koi Noniban and we were just singing. And then our time was up and we got up to go for dinner. Yeah. And then he just looked at me and he said, Rowena, 사랑해. <laughs> And you know, right? I know. And like, I, I, I just looked at him. Uh-huh. I looked at him, and I looked, and I looked, and I looked to see if <laughs> yeah. he was joking, and he right, wasn't right. joking. Right, right. And this is actually one um, cultural difference because you know, in the West, you yes. don't say love. Love's a very, a very strong word. It's something word. you wouldn't say. Some people don't even say it for years right. in their relationship because right. it's like, love is. Something so sacred, mm. like you have to really choose your yes. moment to say and make sure you actually <laughs> feel that. Right. So for me, it's actually very difficult to love someone. Mm-hmm. You know, even in my previous relationships before Dio, I couldn't say I love you very easily. Yes. Like it took me a while to make sure this person was right for me. So when he said that on our third date within seven days, I looked <laughs> at him and I was like, I literally I uh-huh. held onto his arm and I said, okay. So we're gonna sit down now, uh-huh. and we're gonna have a little talk. <laughs> and uh-huh. then he sat down, and then I put my hand on his knee and I said, "Darling, uh-huh. listen, I don't think you love me. Mm. I think you just really like me." Uh-huh. Uh-huh. <laughs> and he looked at me and he blinked and he said, "He was like, no, no, no. 
I love you. Oh. And I was like, no, no, no. I was like, no, 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 no. You no, no, no. <laughs> <laughs> no, you, no, you don't. I, I don't no, think don't. you understand what, what love love mm, means. Mm, we, mm. You know, I we, we don't say that mm-hmm. back back in my country. And he was like, but why not? Mm. And I was like, I just looked at him and I, I knew then that was a cultural difference. And so because he said it so quickly, I didn't believe him because mm. I don't believe anyone who says I love you that quickly mm. can mean it. Right. You, you can fall in love. Fall, you know, fall, falling in love in first sight. That's mm-hmm. not true. Mm. Who believes in that? That's like fairy tales. Mm. That's only in Disney movies. Mm-mm-mm. But he says that to this day, the way he feels about me now yeah. is the same as when he said I love you the first time, mm-hmm. which means he truly did love me, which mm-hmm. I think is crazy. <laughs> so, I mean, yeah, I, I would just add it. <laughs> I would just add a little bit more. Okay, I yeah, mean, sure. He just said that like, it's cultural dif- difference, but I think it's not because, mm-hmm. I mean, in, in my case, actually, I I just realized or I just thought like I'm going to marry her. Definitely. Mm-hmm. Love at first sight. So yeah. you felt it right from the yeah. beginning. So actually... The first day, I already felt a little bit <gasps> oh. like oh. Uh, what what was it that made you think that way? I think I know why. Why? Because we so on our first date we had chicken, <laughs> yes. and I was just telling him kind of everything about me. I see. Because when we met, I was twenty six, so I felt like mm. I wasn't young. Uh-huh. You know, quotation marks. Uh-huh. I was young enough to have fun and everything, but yeah. I was also old enough to if I'm gonna date, I'm not gonna just date anyone. Right. I'm gonna be a little bit more careful. Yes. So I was telling him everything about what I thought. And I'm, I guess, I'm, I don't know about you would call me a feminist, but I, I believe in quality. Mm-hmm. And I believe in female power. This is not feminism. This is humanism. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. So I just said to him, like, listen, I was like, if I, if I, ha- if, if I ever have children, I'm not going to be a stay-at-home mom. I'm going to be a working mom. Uh-huh. And my husband's going to look after the kids. Yes. And he looked at me oh, and he was like, uh-huh. that's amazing. I want to be a stay-at-home dad. And ah, I was like, oh. here we go. I was like, okay, this is interesting. Yes. Never heard a man say that to me before. Yes. And then I was like, um, you know, I was like, oh, I have, I have strong career goals, and I'm gonna get them. And um, no one's gonna tell me what to do. And he looked at me. He said, I really admire that. Mm-hmm. And I was like, huh. Um, and I said, even if I'm in a relationship, um, I'm still gonna, I still need my independence. Especially, I feel like a lot of Korean men are very jealous. Like, mm-hmm. if their girlfriends go out to meet male friends, right? They're like, "Oh, who who are they? How do you know them?" And <laughs> right. it's like, it's like, well, what does it matter? It's my it's friends, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. But in 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 you know, back home in the UK, it's normal for a girl to hang out with guys mm-hmm. as mm-hmm. friends, mm-hmm. and it's normal for a guy to hang out with females as friends. Mm. So you know, I said to him like, "Oh, I don't want to date anyone who who gets jealous." You know, I have a lot of male friends in Korea and back home, and mm-hmm. um, I keep in contact with all of them regularly. We go out to have fun. And there's nothing more more to it. But I don't need someone being suspicious or, or, or judging me or right. stopping me or controlling right, right, me. Right. And he said, no, of course. Why would why, why should I want to stop you from hanging out with guys? <laughs> and I, uh-huh. I was just looking at him and I was like, hmm, admit it, Rowena, you you're saying, too, I was okay. like, you're saying all the perfect <laughs> answers to me right, right now. <laughs> right. You're a liar. <laughs> so that yeah. was the first response, like, no way. That's I was like, impossible. no, yeah. He, was just, he just seemed too perfect. Sure. I have to be honest. He yeah. just seemed too perfect. Mm. What do you think about that? 지금 이거 들어보니까 뭐 어떻게 생각하세요? 근데 사실 뭐 진짜 그 당시에 본인이 했던 얘기 거의 첫 번째 데이트 때 거의 듣고만 있었어요. 음흠. 제 얘기 거의 하지도 음흠. 않고 그냥 질문만 거의 다 하고 <웃음> 혼자서 막 신나가지고 이거 이 얘기 uh-huh. 저 얘기 다 하는데 이제 들으면서 어쨌든 질, 질문했고 그 그거에 대한 앤서를 들으면 그거에 대한 또 답을 해줘야 되잖아요. 맞아요. 그러니까 그때 당시에 제 생각들 그 해답들에 대한 그걸 얘기를 했을 뿐이고 사실 지금도 변함은 없어요 생각은 뭐 예를 들어 음. 로이나가 이제 
본인이 이제 뭐 돈을 벌겠다. 나는 내 가정은 이제 내가 경제적으로 내가 책임지겠다 하면 전 솔직히 주부가 될 요양도 있어요. 아직 <웃음> 사실 뭐 집안일도 좋아하고 청소도 음. 좋아하기 때문에 음. 개인적으로 청소하는 것도 좋아. 원래 청소랑 개이 뭐다다 좋아해. Isn't that so strange? I, I really I really love the house. Wow. Isn't that yeah. that's so that's lovely and I know perfect. He's perfect, right? Yeah. He loves he loves <laughs> he cleaning and like, he cleans every day. Yeah, no. I mean, I clean as well, that's but awesome. he just he just does it for me, which is even better. Thank you. And, and <laughs> Thank he you cooks, so. guys. He guys he cooks. <laughs> he cooks well. He cooks for me every day nearly. Uh-huh. Um, if I come home late from work, he will cook dinner. So sweet. It is. Yeah. He's, he's very lovely. Yeah, yeah. He is amazing. That's yeah. lovely. Oh, and I think... God. Thank you so much. <laughs> <laughs> Who's blushing now? <laughs> no, I think with any international relationship, mm. you guys, you have to be able to communicate. So I was going to ask you, what do you think is the most important thing in making an international relationship work? Mm. Obviously, relationships themselves mm-hmm, mm-hmm. are difficult. Even yeah. people who yeah. grow up in the same town and speak the same language and look very similar and have a similar background still have, you know, maybe it can be difficult to make that relationship work. Yeah. But in international relations, relationships, you're having these additional obstacles. Sometimes it's language. It can be culture. It can be your upbringing. It can just be the way your worldview is looking different. What country you're going to live in? We have all of these additional uh, obstacles that you have to also deal with rather than obstacles let's just say factors Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. and so in the case of international relationships these mixed relationships what then is the important thing that helps you guys work it out and stick together 사실 뭐한 단어로 정의를 하기가 힘들 것 같아요 그러니까 뭐 당연히 뭐 서로 간의 이해라든지 뭐 사실 그렇잖아요. 한국인끼리도 아까 얘기하신 것처럼 한국인끼리 뭐 예를 들면 관계를 가지더라도 야 말이 좀 이상한데 어쨌든 그렇게 이제 어떤 특정 관계를 가지더라도 사실 서로 간의 이해도가 다르거나 서로 간의 가치관이 다르면 그 관계가 깨지거나 뭐 예를 들면 잘잘 잘못될 수도 있는데 사실 그런 건다 베이직으로 다 깔리는 것 같고 기본적으로 깔리는 것 같고 진짜 그 국제 결혼 특히나 국제 연애에서 가장 중요한 점은 제가 봤을 때 요새 느끼는 점이 서로 어떠한 역경이나 어떠한 문제가 오더라도 그걸 함께 헤쳐나갈 수 있는 의지가 있느냐 그게 가장 클것 같아요 왜냐하면 저희도 지금 사실 한국인이 한국인이 아니라서 또는 그냥 그 그것 때문에 그것 때문이라고 말하기 힘들지만 그로 인해서 지금 뭐 예를 들면 어떠한 문제가 생기거나 그로 그로 인해서 어떠한 역경이 있을 때 사실은 제, 그, 그걸 전적으로 책임져야 되는 건 저거든요 지금 음. 이게 어, 한국 국적이기 때문에 음흠, 음흠, 음흠. 근데 그거를 저, 저도 그렇고 사실 그걸 불평불만 할수 없는 게 그걸 알고서 결혼을 했고 음, 만약에 나중에 스코틀랜드로 돌아갔을 때그 문제가 똑같이 일어나서 이제는 음. 앞으로는 제가 그거를 이제 어떻게 보면 발생이 되는 이제 이유가 되기 때문에 네. 그걸 지금 와서 뭐 예를 들어 아난 이걸 몰랐다 지금 결혼하고 이런 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 문제들이 생길지 몰랐다. <웃음> 그러니까 뭐 어떻게 하자. 뭐 이렇게 할수 없는 문제라서 right, right. 그런 거를 사실 결혼하기 전에 먼저 당장에 생각을 해놔야 되겠지만 결혼하고도 어떠한 문제는 많이 생길 거다. 근데 음. 그걸 같이 헤쳐나갈 수 있는 용기가 있느냐, 의지가 음. 있느냐. 사실 그게 가장 중요할 것 같아요, 진짜. 음. 이렇게 현실적으로 보자면. 음. I think for me, it's being open-minded. 음. I think you have to be open-minded, firstly, to, to his personality. I mean, it doesn't matter where your boyfriend or girlfriend comes from. Right. Each has their own individual personality. So you have to be open-minded to their personality traits, mm. their habits. 
and open-minded enough to accept cultural and language differences. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, if I had to choose one aspect, I would say you have to be open-minded. Mm-hmm. I think anyone who's not open-minded enough, I would say it wouldn't work mm-hmm. in an international relationship because you're going right. to be talking things out and you're going to be facing, you're both going to be very different. Right. And you're both going to have different cultures, different upbringings. But if you're not going to accept his way of life, mm-hmm then how are you going to live together forever? Right. It's, it's not going to work, you know. So I think just being open enough to be like, okay, well, this is how he is. Mm-hmm. This is how he was brought up. Yeah. Let's talk it out. Yeah. Let's see what happens. Is there anything that I can adapt to? Mm-hmm. What can I change? Mm-mm-mm. Yeah. It's funny when you guys are saying this because when I hear it, I don't even consider, you know, a couple to me. It just sounds like couple. Right. Exactly. Like that's really what it just comes down to. So uh, I think basically if we put it together, Mm -hmm. it's just you just accept that you're going to whatever comes your way, you're going to work through it together. Yes. You make that choice. That's I feel is the foundation. Mm -hmm. And then after that, everything else follows. Now, I think to be, you know, going to be honest, an Mm -hmm. international couple, an international marriage, it is more complicated. Yeah. Than a non-international marriage because you're gonna have problems with visas and this is true. <laughs> visas, deportation, These work are more visas, external factors. yes, like yeah. social security, um, and I think some couples break up because they don't want to face or they can't face. Right, it's the stress of that situation. Mm. Yeah, so it's not easy mm. when it comes to things like this. But because you love each other, you, it's more like you just promise each other. Okay, well, it's gonna be harder for us to get to from point A to point B mm-hmm. then maybe another couple mm-hmm. but we will eventually get there mm-hmm. but we have to promise and not let go of each other's hand right right it's, it's more of that kind of it's yeah, that choice that mindset yes yeah. I uh, you know running the YouTube channel and also yeah. you know I do a YouTube channel with uh, Sky City and you know some similar topics and so sometimes actually very often people will leave comments like if there were more mixed race couples then we would have no racism. What do you guys think about that statement? Um, that's the first time I've heard a that's statement a like that. That's okay. a very interesting statement. I think it's because I'm always talking about these mixed race things, so yeah. that's probably yeah, yeah, why. Yeah. Yeah. Um, I, don't, I don't think racism will ever end mm. because there's always going to be someone who doesn't like this or doesn't like that. Yeah. You know? um, so let's say... <clears throat> there's going to be a time where people live on Mars and Let's the Earthlings say, are going to be like stupid Martians even though they're all humans <laughs> this will happen um, okay let's imagine everyone in the world was mixed race right I don't think like prejudice and racism will be completely eliminated hmm. I think it's always going to be there maybe it would just take on a different form yeah mm-hmm. but I think I mean for example let's say nobody likes race A, then doesn't that mean they're going to not like every mixed race person who has race A blood? See, this is the funny thing. Because, uh, okay, so if we, I guess the easiest example is uh, going back to in the U.S. where they had slavery. And if you were up to one-eighth of Mm. having black or African blood in you, one eighth and most of the times you can't even look at a person and say like you are one eighth black right or one eighth anything um you are still considered as 
a black person. Therefore, all your rights were not as a white person's rights, but as a black person's rights, up to one eighth. So it always comes down to this question, if we're going to put it in more modern terms, up to what percentage do you have to have to be considered race A? See what I mean? So like, yeah, if, yeah, if you I have this that. mixed race. But you know what? I don't even think it's anything to do with percentage. I think it's how what, what you look like. Because when people first so that's look what racism at you, comes down to. Because where does yeah. racism stem from? I think that's the question. Hmm. If if they look at someone, how do they know what ethnicity they are right. until they ask them? Hmm. Otherwise, they just make assumptions. So are there no? I mean, I feel like there are some clear markers though. You can look at some people and say, oh, you're a Korean. Oh, you well in your case, <laughs> I guess Chinese or mm-hmm. Hong Kong, right? Or oh, you're white or even even that. Oh, Scottish, French, something something. But people do have. Um, if we look at certain features Mm -hmm. of specific race lines Mm -hmm. I think um, you can say like oh this person is this race Mm -hmm. but when it becomes mixed race then it gets very complicated and then are we then able to withhold or keep containing those standards of racism but also I I think it's how you identify yourself Mm -hmm. let's say you look Caucasian Mm -hmm. but you're half Portuguese and and half Russian Mm -hmm. okay are you going to walk walk around the streets being like, oh, I am half Portuguese and half Russian? Or are you just not, not going to say anything? Everyone's going to assume you're just white. Mm-hmm. This gets really complex, honestly. But like that's going by a nationality, yeah. uh, Russian, Portuguese. But both of these countries Luke. historically have fair skin. Right. So in that case, you would still fall under the Caucasian race. Right. Well, so you're talking about like if someone was half, almost like half with half. Right. African ethnicity or so, half Asian ethnicity. Right. So let's say in the case, like in my case, half white, half Korean. Uh, depending on who's looking at me, people mm-hmm. will make different assumptions. And you can, in my case, face racism on either side. But say you're becoming, we're all becoming such a mixed race. If everybody is mixed race, then mm-hmm. does anybody have anything to hold against the other person? Mm-hmm. Do you see what I mean? But that means then you have to look half black or you have to look half Asian. So it has to go down to what you appearance, look like. Appearance. Then it comes down to appearance, right? So racism skin color. would never be eliminated? I don't, uh, I, well. Yeah, racism is always... 항상 있다라고 얘기를 하는 게 당연히 그때는 그때 상황이 돼봐야 아는 거지만 사실 그렇잖아요. 그러니까 뭐 예를 들어 국제 국제 결혼이 아니더라도 그냥 국제 연애를 하더라도 사실 연애를 하고 난 이후에 또 레이시스트가 되는 경우도 있, 있거든요. 맞아요. 네, 어떤 어떤 좋지 않았던 기억들 때문에 사실 특정한 상황 상황이나 뭐 당연히 뭐그 사람의 이제 보여지는 형상이나 그런 걸로 인해서 이제 레시즘이 생길 수도 있지만 음흠. 사실 어떠한 특정한 상황에 의해서 생길 수 있는 거기 때문에 그건 사실 어떻게 된다 갖다부터 말할 수 있는 상황이 아닌 것 같아요. 사실 그거에 대해서. Do you think racism 음. is originally inside of every single person or is it taught? 근데 기본적으로 진짜 어떠한 교육을 받고 자랐느냐 그 나라의 그러니까 본인이 자란 나라의 어떠한 교육 아니면 가정 교육 가정 문화에서부터 음. 시작된다고 보는데 음. 사실 저도 부모님이 정말 자유롭게 they are so open-minded, right? 음. 그, 부모님이 정말 자유롭게 너 하고 싶은 대로 해라라고 키웠지만 음. 그래도 한국인이기 때문에 음. 한국식 문화나 한국식 교육을 받고 자랐기 때문에 음. 약간의 그런 부분이 있었거든요. 음. 그러니까 음. 근데 그게 없어진 계기가 사실 저도 어, 뉴질랜드랑 호주를 가, 다녀온 이후에 없어진 거예요. 음. 가서 이제 실제 그 거기 사는 사람들을 겪어보고 음. 마오리언이나 뭐 거기 키위라든지 음. 오스트레일리안 직접 만나고 같이 생활을 해보면서 아이 사람들은 이 사람들도 그냥 단순한 하나의 사람이구나 음. 뭐 당연히 그 스테레오타입이라고 하잖아요 
어떻게 보면 그 고정관념이라는 게 있거든요. 어쩔 수 없이 있는데 그것들을 타파하는 건 사실 실제적으로 가서 보고 느껴보지 않으면 그걸 통해서 이제 본인의 의식을 깨우치지 않으면 사실 그게 바뀌지는 않는다고 봐요. 그래서 So even if you have mixed or international couples, say that you guys are international couple, but then here you have children born and raised in Korea mm-hmm. in this Korean culture and Korean society, uh, whether they're mixed race or not, it wouldn't matter. They would still be in this society's ideals or uh, judgments, I suppose, mm-hmm. of how people look. So in that case, racism would never be eliminated, kind of like that. I think with our kids, I mean, we talk a lot about like how are we going to bring up our kids if yeah. we had kids here. Mm-hmm. Um, and I think if they were born and brought up here, yes, their mother tongue is going to be Korean mm. and they're going to act and think Korean. Then it's up to me to, you know, teach them my culture, mm-hmm. my culture from the UK, my culture from my parents. But then it's up to them if they're going to continue on with that. Mm-hmm. And it's up to them to see who they identify with. If they say, you know, I don't, mom, I don't care that you're, you're Scottish Chinese. Like I'm Korean, well then that's that's really their choice. Mm. Yeah. But if they say, you know, okay, I'll, I'll try to learn English, I'll try to learn Chinese, and let's go, let's go back to Scotland, mm. let's go to Hong Kong, let's see everything. And that's our choice too. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, but I think as as parents, we can only do so much. I mean, mm. my mom, she tried her best to teach me her language, her culture, and I actually I refused to be Chinese until I was like. <laughs> 12. Wow. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Because I was like, I thought it was uncool in a way. Mm. Why, why am I different from, from my classmates? Mm. I mean, I had Asian classmates. I had African classmates. We're all born and brought up in Scotland. But, you know, I don't need to speak another language. We all speak English. That's mm. fine. That's, mm. what, that's what I thought, you know. They use chopsticks. They would give me chopsticks at home. And I would use a fork. Oh, yeah, you and, were and, and my mom, she would speak to me in Chinese, uh-huh. Mandarin specifically. Mm-hmm. My father, he only speaks Cantonese, so right. he would teach me his culture from Hong Kong mm-hmm. and speak Cantonese to me. Again, I would refuse to, and I would just speak mm-hmm. back in English, mm-hmm. always. And I think it wasn't until I was 12, uh, my friends, they would ask me, oh, we're not speak some Chinese, speak some Chinese, it's so cool. And I said, it's cool? And they were like, yeah, yeah, yeah. What, you, like, can't you see anything? And I was like, no, no, no I, don't, I don't speak Chinese. And they were like, but why? Mm. And that's when I realized, actually, people, my friends don't think I'm uncool for speaking a second language <laughs> yeah. or a third language. Right. They, they actually really, they, they admire it. Mm. And they think it's so cool when I talk to my parents on the phone, you know, um, in the broken Chinese I, I, do, I did know. And I think that's when I really asked myself, I said, why am I, why am I hiding from this? What am I ashamed of? And the question is, nothing. Not mm. anymore. Mm. So I then started to really research the history of my father in Hong Kong, mm. the history of my mother in China. And I started to really study both languages. Mm-hmm. You know, and now I can confidently say that, yes, I am trilingual mm. with Korean being my fourth language. And it is wonderful. Mm. It's wonderful. But this was my choice. I have many cousins who were born and brought up in the UK who don't know any Chinese, only speak English. And they just live a very, you know, typical British lifestyle. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And that's their choice. So I think it's more about if we have kids, what would they choose? So yeah. I, uh, in a previous episode, we had someone who said, your ethnicity is inevitable. Mm-hmm. This is just something that's carried down. But culture is taught. 
So mm. culture is not something you are born with. You are taught a culture, right? So this kind of puts us an extra pressure on the parents, especially in mixed culture relationships, because it's not a natural thing to have one culture in the house. Now you have two cultures vying for attention. So in this is a two-part question. One for you guys. Will you be trying to teach both of your cultures to your kids? Um, and are you going to point out to them, hey, actually, you are two cultures? Because some uh, mixed families that I've talked to, they don't outright say, like, you are half this and half this. They just say, like, oh, this, this is how life is. And usually the kids realize later, like, oh, wait a second. I am not half Korean. I'm actually half Chinese, right? But how will you guys decide to do? Will you be uh, emphasizing on whichever country you're actually living in at the time? Or were you going to make it very obvious to your kids? Mm -hmm. Like, actually, you are only half Korean and you're half Chinese as well. What, how do you think about this for you guys? It's very complicated for it's me. It's a big question. Because actually, you know, I'm, I'm a child of an immigrant. Yes. Um, so I'm... A Scottish Chinese person living in Korea, <laughs> yeah. then it's like, what? Well, then what am I? <laughs> and I think for my kids, honestly, um, you know, I'm trilingual, mm. um, or quadlingual if you count Korean. Yeah. So then it's like I can't teach my kids four languages. They're gonna know Korean anyway if they're born and brought up here, especially with, through you. But um, I think. It's hard because then I have I already have three cultures inside mm. of me, mm. and I, I can I don't think I can teach all of them mm. to my child mm. because it's a lot to take in. Yeah, and it's not easy as well. Yeah, yeah. Um, it's hard enough teaching a child a second language, let alone a third language, a fourth mm. language. Mm. All yeah. I can say is I honestly think it would be harder for me mm. than for Dio. So, 곰곰이 계속 생각을 해봤는데 진짜. 앞으로 우리한테도 이럴 어떻게 보면 우리가 애기를 가지게 되면 벌어질 일이기 때문에 yeah. 방금 질문을 듣자마자 정말 심각하게 고민을 해봤는데 한국적인 문화를 가르치긴 할것 같아요. Mm-hmm. 그러니까 왜냐하면 이제 사실 한국인으로서 어떻게 보면 자부심이라는 게 있기 때문에 그래도 맞아요. 그 부분에 대한 문화적인 부분은 가르치되 사실 mm-hmm. 그걸 강요하지는 않을 것 같아요. Mm-hmm. 예를 들어 사실 한국식 문화는 그렇잖아요. 잘 알아듣지 못하거나 잘 이해를 못하면 좀 어떻게 뭐 강압적으로 그거를 <웃음> 기억할 때까지 뭐 체벌을 한다든지 예전엔 그랬기 때문에 <웃음> 그렇게까지 해가면서 이제 교육을 했다면 사실 지금은 정말 자연스럽게 받아들일 수 있게끔 환경 조성만 할것 같아요. 예를 들면 <웃음> 한국 문화든 막 예를 들어 로이나가 로이나가 지금 겪은 모든 문화적인 부분을 <웃음> 다 알려주고 싶다라고 하면 <웃음> 그럴 수도 있지만 <웃음> 어떻게 보면 그게 자식들에겐 정말 큰 부담이 될수 있기 때문에 그렇죠. 사실 그냥 정말 큰 부담이라고 하기도 힘들 것 같아요. 그것보다 음. 더 우리가 예상하는 것보다 더 많은 가치관적인 혼란이 음. 올수 있기 때문에 <웃음> This 정말, is the eternal 네. question for people 음. who are mixed uh, interracial marriages especially when it comes to kids. So I think nobody has a straight answer. Honestly, yeah. I ask this question to a lot of couples. Nobody has a straight answer. Yeah, but definitely. I think the most beautiful thing in your guys' case is the fact that you are thinking about that. Because mm-hmm. uh, it's very easy for us to say, like, well, it's my kid. You know, they'll learn the culture as they learn. But in fact, it's quite, um, it can lead to a lot of things concerning identity, which, yeah. you know, shapes a whole person. Yeah. So I love that you guys are even thinking about that. And it's been so interesting hearing this. And, you know, if you guys yeah. really to die, I think... 
<laughs> I mean, so happy. <laughs> sure. <laughs> I mean, sure. Some couples just go with the flow. Yeah, and I understand that. You yeah. know, it's it's not an easy thing to 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 plan out. So you yeah. can't plan it. You can't. No one knows the future. But for us, I think for me, I was brought up with so much, so many different cultures. I know what it's like to be culturally confused. Yeah, and I know what it's like to not know what my identity is. Mm-hmm. What am I? Am I this or am I that? So if I if that's how I felt when I was younger, even though now I've come to terms with it, for my kids I feel like it's going to be ten times more confusing. So I I think about it a lot because actually I'm worried about them. I'm worried about them because I want them to be comfortable with who they are. Yeah. Um, but I think it takes time to be comfortable with who you are. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And time will tell. Time yeah. will tell. Time yeah. will tell. I think as long as they're born and raised in Korea, inevitably they're gonna feel more Korean, mm. and that's just natural. That's just mm. natural. And I think if they were born and raised in the UK, they're gonna naturally feel more more British, and they're mm. gonna you know be perfect in English and mm-hmm. all that, and they're probably gonna speak broken Korean, broken Chinese. Yeah. Um, and I think that's just natural. I think you know either way they're gonna as long as they're healthy, mm. as long as they're happy, yeah. as long that's as they really love us too, yeah. it's fine. It doesn't really matter. Um, how much they know about different cultures, different languages. So I think physically, as long as they're healthy and happy, and that's the most important thing as a family. 사실 이런 저런 문제라든지 아니 이런 저런 생각이 많아질 수밖에 없는 게 특히나 아이들 문제로 가게 되면 사실 그, 그 생각도 있어요. 저는 이제 차후 예를 들어 스코틀랜드를 갔는데 제 영어는 언제 언제든지 아무리 노력을 해도 100% 완벽할 수는 없을 걸 알거든요. 근데 그 친구들은 거기서 자라고 배우고 mm-hmm. 그 문화를 습득을 했기 때문에 mm-hmm. 영미권 특히나 영어권에 대한 뭐 예를 들면 언어라든지 문화는 100% 습득을 할 거란 말이에요. Mm-hmm. 그러면 그 친구들이 자라가면서 가치관이 형성이 될때 우리 아빠는 왜 이러지? Mm-hmm. 우리 아빠는 왜 우리 문화를 100% 이해를 right, 못하지? Right, right, 우리 right. 우리 언어를 100% 이해를 못할까? Mm-hmm. 약간 어떻게 보면 그 약간 개그코드라고 하잖아요. Mm-hmm. 뭐 그런 부분도 살짝 안 맞을 수도 있고 mm-hmm. 그러면 점점 사이가 멀어질 수도 있다라는 게 생각이기 때문에 그 부분에 있어서 저도 사실 계속해서 꾸준히 노력을 해야 되는 게 사실 우리 아이들 때문에라도 더 노력을 해야 된다라고 생각을 해요. Yeah, I think in you'll see this a lot, especially in the older generation. This is 100% true in my own family, you know. And until, at least until I was able to get compassion and perspective and to accept more of my identity as also part Korean, only then was I able to understand my mom better because especially like you'll see this in in many families where if one parent doesn't speak english perfectly for example even though they're working so hard if the kid doesn't have compassion or want to understand that culture or that side of their their parent um it becomes inevitable that they might be like why can't you just speak English? Yeah. You know, yeah. why can't you just understand and don't yeah. get it? So this is why I think it's so important for parents in mixed, you know, relationships to to teach their children, to educate their children in this way, um, because it does help. I think this understanding with each other. But you know, every relationship is different, and every kid is different. Yeah, and course, just like yes. you said, Rowena, like. You never know. And I have to say, with you guys, I am just so excited to see. I hope I see your kids one day. I know I keep saying this over and over again. <laughs> one day.
we are going to wrap it up here, but I just want to say thank you for coming into the studio and sharing your own thoughts. Oh, thank you for the opportunity, yeah, Becky. Yeah, it was really special. So I cannot wait for everyone to hear this episode. And if you are tuning in, remember you can always check us out anywhere else you get your podcasts. If you have your own story to share, please send us an email at thehappyproject at gmail.com. And uh, thanks for tuning in. We are The Happy Project. Thank you for inviting us. I was going to say something. I totally forgot something now. My auntie, my auntie said to me, she was like, she was like, she's she was hard with me when I told her like, oh, I'm engaged to a Korean man, but in a jokey and also non-jokey way, she was like, don't you think it's stupid that you're marrying someone not from here when your mom immigrated here, so she so that she can have a better life, right? Yeah. Why would you move back to Asia? She moved from Asia to, to bring you up, but that's true. To, to have you and to you know in a developed country. Why would you leave? Even though Korea is developed, but just like you know, you know, oh, Yuki is so good and it's like powerful. Why would you leave? It was kind of like that kind of feeling. And I looked at her and I was like, well, you know, well, I love him and and I know we're gonna get everything to get get through everything together. And she said, well, love doesn't matter. It's not about that. Think about when your kids are born. How difficult it's gonna be for you. Now you're gonna be like your mom. Your kids are gonna be saying to you, "Mom, why don't you know Korean?" And you're gonna struggle, and you're gonna be homesick. Mm-hmm. It's not worth the risk. Mm. And I said, "Well, true, but I think everyone's different, and I'm willing to go through that." Yeah. And she was like, "Well, if you're willing to go through that, I think you're stupid," she says. <laughs> and I was like, "Okay." So I think it's 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 not it's not even choosing to to be with you. It's not easy. Mm. A lot of my family members. No, they're not against me. They're no. happy for me, but they're just. But they know the struggles. They're just like, and they yeah. okay, make sure well, you know, you, know, you gotta be prepared for this, Rina. This yeah. is it. You chose this kind of. Yeah, this mindset. was this was something I I always thought about because my my previous relationship, he was a Korean guy. We dated for five years, and if we had continued dating, mm. yeah. you know, 결국은 그냥 결혼하게 되겠죠, right? And I thought, like, I suffered my brain over this, mm. you know, because I just remember it wouldn't be as hard for me you know with korea already and me and korea and my mom and everything but i just thought over and over and over again like if i had kids Mm -mm. do i want them to go through what i went through Mm -mm. you know so i thought about this just an awful lot Mm -mm. i never came to a conclusion honestly Mm. because am i sad about what i went through no so it's it's really hard to say, but I mean it's true. Either way, it's gonna be the same. If you marry a Korean man, it's gonna be difficult. If you marry an exactly. American man, it's still gonna be difficult because you've yeah. got your mom's culture. <laughs> what am I gonna do? It's, it's the same. So yeah. yeah. So I mean, as long as you're thinking about that, I think that's that's the most important thing. Yeah. You know, we have to. Like you always said at the beginning, it's just that foundation. You're gonna get through it together. Yeah, that's yeah. all. What It'll it comes take longer, down to. but we'll get there. 진짜 마음 준비가 어떻게 되냐가 제일 중요한 것 같아 진짜. And we do worry. 같이 갈 거니까. I think I, I I mainly worry like if we go back to the UK because I've seen the process. Yeah. You need a lot of money. You need like years. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Documents. And now Brexit. Um, oh Brexit! I, have I mean the the marriage. I mean getting a marriage, getting a spouse visa in Korea is super easy. Mm-hmm. It takes a month. That's it. Mm-hmm. Um and then but back home it's like. You need like a hundred thousand pounds and a few thousand extra for the, the application mm-hmm. fee, mm-hmm. and it takes about two years to process. Yeah. It's crazy. Yeah. 
years and years but, but it isn't it's 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 not impossible no it not. is a bigger hurdle yeah than compared to like my my british friends who got married but um it's worth it if it means i can be with him you know mm-hmm.